Welcome to the Mac Minutes Podcast, episode 245, Stolen Device Protection Feature Available with iOS 17.3. This is the Mac Minutes Podcast with John Scudder from the beautiful snow-covered Chugach Mountains of Anchorage, Alaska. In this podcast, you will hear about the world of Apple and how technology can help you work smarter, personally, and professionally. We will give you the news in minutes, not hours. That's why this is the Mac Minutes Podcast. In this episode, we will discuss Apple's edition of stolen device protection on iPhone. Let's go to the show. Likely those listening to the podcast will activate device protection and may need it, but more than likely you can make the most difference is with your friends and relatives that may not know about this feature and need it. I will tell you firsthand, leave the retrieval of your Apple devices to the police and try not to imitate law enforcement. I learned that lesson and came close to paying a significant price. There is no Apple device that is worth your life or endangering yourself. And no, it's tough when you get so emotional about losing your device that taking action seems the most appropriate. But do the smart thing. Leave it to law enforcement. Stolen device protection adds a layer of security when your iPhone is away from familiar locations, such as home or work, and helps protect your accounts and personal information in case your iPhone is ever stolen. When stolen device protection is enabled, some features and actions have additional security requirements when your iPhone is away from familiar locations such as home or work. These requirements help prevent someone who has stolen your device and knows your passcode from making critical changes to your account or device. There are a few ways that are familiar. Face ID or Touch ID biometric authentication. Some actions, such as accessing stored passwords and credit cards, require a single biometric authentication with Face ID or Touch ID. With no passcode alternative or fallback so that only you can access these features. The second is security delay. Some security actions, such as changing your Apple ID password, also require you to wait an hour and then perform a second Face ID or Touch ID authentication. In the event that your iPhone is stolen, the security delay is designed to prevent a thief from performing critical operations so that you can mark your device as lost and make sure your Apple account is secure. Learn what to do if your iPhone is lost or stolen. When your iPhone is in a familiar location, These additional steps are not required, and you can use your device passcode like usual. Familiar locations typically include your home, work, and certain other locations where you regularly use your iPhone. Stolen device protection is available with iOS 17.3, which just came out and must be turned on before the device is lost or stolen. Now let's turn to how to turn on stolen device protection on and off. There are a few prerequisites. To turn on stolen device protection, you must use two-factor authentication for your Apple ID and set up or enable the following on your iPhone. A device passcode, face ID or touch ID, 
Find My and Significant Locations. Probably the one we haven't heard the most of is Significant Locations. This is an option within Location Services. It's under Settings, Privacy and Security, Location Services, System Services, and then Significant Locations. So we've covered the prerequisites. Now let's cover how you turn it on. Go to Settings, then tap Face ID and Passcode. Enter your device passcode. Number three, tap to turn stolen device protection on or off. It's a toggle switch. If you try to turn off stolen device protection when you're not in a familiar location, a security delay starts before you can turn it off. You should turn off stolen device protection before you sell, give away, or trade in your iPhone. This is how the stolen device protection protects your device and accounts. When stolen device protection is enabled, certain actions have additional security requirements when your iPhone is away from familiar locations such as your home or work. Number one is Face ID or Touch ID biometric authentication. When stolen device protection, if your iPhone is not in a familiar location, you must authenticate with Face ID or Touch ID before you can take certain actions, including the following. I'll list them. Use passwords or passkeys saved in Keychain. Use payment methods such as Safari. Turn off lost mode. Erase all content and settings. Apply for a new Apple Card. View Apple Card virtual card number. Take certain Apple Card and savings action in wallet. For example, Apple Cash or savings transfers. And lastly, use your iPhone to set up a new device. For example, Quick Start. So that's pretty good coverage. Let's move on to the second step. Security delay. When stolen device protection, you may also be required to wait an hour before using your iPhone to make changes in critical security settings or your Apple ID. If your iPhone is not in a familiar location, you must authenticate with Face ID or Touch ID. Wait for the security delay to end then authenticate with Face ID or Touch ID again to update settings such as the following. Change your Apple ID password. Sign out of your Apple ID. Update Apple ID account security settings such as adding or removing a trusted device, recovery key or recovery contact, add or remove Face ID or Touch ID, change your iPhone passcode, reset all settings, Turn off Find My and turn off Stolen Device Protection. So with those two security countermeasures, your device is pretty secure. Stolen Device Protection also reduces the importance of passcodes, which thieves can steal by peering over someone's shoulder or threatening and forcing victims to hand them over in favor of biometric features such as faces or fingerprints that are a lot harder to duplicate. Let's run through a scenario before we call this a wrap. Let's say that you're at a bar and someone has snatched your iPhone and tries to erase its contents and settings to sell it. With stolen device protection turned on, the phone will now require a Face ID or Touch ID scan to verify that person is the rightful owner. Thus, the person can't sell it. So that's what new stolen device protection feature does. If you have a question or comment for me, 
please reach out to me at mail.macminutes at gmail.com or through the Mac Minutes webpage at macminutespodcast.com. Other places we post news are at x at minutes underscore mac and Facebook at Mac Minutes. You can also listen to the podcast easily by just asking the Amazon A-Lady to play the Mac Minutes podcast. Most episodes last about 10 minutes. That's it. We stick to the tech and leave the rest out. I'd urge you to join the Facebook Mac Minutes podcast group where I post articles from top tech journalists. People can discuss topics, post articles, join special events, and other great tech happenings. The Mac Minutes podcast is available on Spotify, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Podchaser, and many other of your favorite podcatchers. Please share and leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. It lets other listeners know you appreciate the programming. Thank you again for listening to the Mac Minutes podcast. I hope you have a great week ahead, and we'll talk to you again soon.